What? Oh God, Michael! Why? <laughs> Michael wasn't recording. So my fault. We are starting from scratch because I didn't record anything. <laughs> so we just lost half an hour of speaking without me recording. I mean, you have, we have your recording, so you know we have, yeah we have, we can take your monologue. <laughs> are you sure you're recording now? Yeah, I am. It's uh, the number of megabytes is increasing on the, <laughs> on the recording thing. <laughs> All right. So now we have lost our enthusiasm for for this podcast. <laughs> because episode twenty nine, take two. <laughs> yeah, there we go. How's your yeah. holidays? <laughs> We've done this before. This feels weird. Deja vu now. To lead twenty something people, you would have to be really a serious, you know, CEO there. Right, <laughs> and it's me here, you know. And I, like, um, please don't laugh. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Radek, hello. Hi. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. We haven't seen each other for like three weeks. Yes, and um, so apart from the fact that we've been recording for half an hour, and I wasn't recording actually. No, no, I was recording for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, and I was listening to your monologue, and you know, I wasn't contributing anything. So okay, so there you go. Yeah. 2016, we're back after like three weeks now, right? Uh-huh. I just checked on my blog uh, that we published on 23rd of December. Yes. And we'll publish this on the 13th of January. Yeah. Which is a cool date because on the 13th of January is 13th, so the unlucky number for everyone who believes in this. And mm. lucky number for me because my daughter was born on the January 13th. Nice. So, yes, my daughter will celebrate our... Um, uh, seventh, I mean, her seventh birthday next week. And we have our first uh, New Year's resolution, which is to never forget to record our talk again. Yeah, never, yeah, exactly. So, like, have a checklist, you know. Yeah. Did you put, put recording on? Did you put recording on? Check, check, check. And then <laughs> we can uh, proceed to recording. I actually had a checklist, you know, a, a, a copy, copy pasteable checklist in Nosby to sort of put in each task for, for the new episode so that we can sort of do our pre-flight checklist. But I, I never actually used it. So I guess we should. Yeah. Checklist manifesto strikes again. Exactly. Check, checklist manifesto. I mean, so another thing, a good, good thing for, for, for this year, I mean, think about checklists. You know, yes. if you're going to do something, have a checklist. Yes. Uh, I mean, I mean, the doctors uh, when they make a mistake, usually it's because they haven't followed followed something in the checklist. So, yeah, you know, checklist manifesto, as you said. So, um, so, <laughs> yeah. So th- uh, we decided to. I mean, we discussed this, but let's discuss it again. Yeah. Our so last year, and uh, you know, some what we've learned last year from our 2015, and what we are going to do in 2016. So maybe in order not to repeat, you know, what we talked about and repeat it like later in during in the conversation, right. um, do you plan New Year's resolutions? Mm. I have a problem with with the concept of New Year's resolutions because resolutions are like this year I'll do more of this or less of that, right? It's it's like a, a few ideas that, that you sort of guilt mm-hmm. yourself into doing. But then you never do them. Like the, the the sort of mental model of New Year's resolutions doesn't really work. Uh, right. 
And like the best time to to start doing anything or stop doing anything is is now. Like it's it, it, yeah. waiting till New Year is is sort of silly. Uh, however, um, still, I, I definitely see value. Like, I, I can see why people want to do this because New Year is sort of, even though it's sort of arbitrary, like, oh, uh, yet another um, trip around the sun, right? Uh, but it, it's sort of the time when there's holidays, etc. You have some free time, so you have some time to to think about last year and what you want to do and etc. So, so you have time to think about stuff, but. But uh, but then, instead of sort of resolutions, uh, perhaps a, a better way of 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 um, of putting that is um, is goals or a plan, right? So yeah. so something more concrete, more um, measurable if possible, and and also reasonable because New Year's resolutions tend to be like you know these these five or ten really hard changes in my life that I'll all do this year and I plan in this one moment and and that just doesn't work but yeah I I definitely uh do have some goals or plans for 2016 yeah so like for example when I reviewed my last year um and I you know in my in my fitness department right for example I, what I realized is that you know I set out some goals, you know how many how many kilometers I want to run, cycle, you know, right. swim, and stuff. And I didn't hit hit these goals. But for example, when I asking myself why I didn't hit these goals, one of the reasons was um, the lack of uh, consistency and lack of you know regular reviewing of these mm. goals, right? And I think you know I, I set out actually too lofty a goal, for example, for running. Mm-hmm. I wanted to run 1,000 kilometers because it sounded cool. But uh, okay. when you, you know, break it down, 1,000 kilometers is like 20 kilometers a week. Yes. Which is like two 10-kilometer runs a week. That's a lot. And that's a lot because I run usually one 10-kilometer run a week plus some additional run every other week, which can be 10 kilometers or maybe just five kilometers, you know, this kind of sprint uh, running just to, you know, to uh, improve my health and fitness. So I I'm, I don't run regularly 20 kilometers a week. And actually, if you, you know, I, I because I have to split time between running, cycling and swimming, I, um, and I have like one hour of, of training a, a day and nothing more. It's actually not achievable if you think about it, you know, I mean, I started, you know, realizing that I sometimes... You just have to, when you review, I mean, weekly, your goals, you should just look at it. And I'm like, is this actually what I want to do? Because I could do it. I mean, if I, if, if running would be my, you know, most important thing, I would pull this off. I, I can run 1,000 kilometers. It's not a problem. Right. But then I suck. There are not, but there are no trade-offs. I would have to trade off, you know, other things. Right. Which I don't want to trade off. So that's why, for example, for, for, for um, this year, I set out... Um, uh, you know, a, a smaller goal. I mean, still big because it's 800 kilometers, but okay. I know it's doable because then it's like 15 kilometers uh, a week, uh, 16 kilometers a week, which is doable because, you know, if you count all the activities I'm doing, it, it makes sense. And then for cycling is the same. I also had to reduce my goal because also, I mean, I have to look at my constraints, look what I want to look at what I want to do. And I don't want to become a professional triathlete. I'm a triathlete because I want to be healthy and that's it. Right. Uh, and, I, and I like it because it's fun. But sometimes we also put ourselves into this, you know, dynamic of, you know, just, just be better. Next year has to be better. This has to be better. 
and it doesn't have to be in this yeah. department if you don't want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's that's what we usually uh, tend tend to do in this sort of New Year's resolutions kind of thing. We we guilt ourselves into into doing things, and that almost never works. Right. Uh, and and definitely, I also I also noticed it that we tend to put two two ambitious goals on one hand, like we try to force ourselves, push ourselves to do more than doable or more than reasonable. But on the other hand, we, we don't, we're sort of blind to all the other things that we're likely to achieve, but we don't plan it, right? So yeah. it, it, it's this interesting struggle between sort of planned and emergent opportunities. Like you can plan all you want, but a year is a very long time, and you, you can't just foresee everything that that will come your way. So if you like, the danger in actually being successful with <laughs> New Year's resolutions or or any plan or any sort of goal is that you'll do it no matter what, and you'll pretend like there are no trade-offs, and you won't notice other opportunities, other things you could do. Uh, you know, other opportunities that present yourself, that present themselves in front of you. And you have to find this sort of sweet spot where you do push forward with with your goals, with your plans, but you still sort of have to have um, open eyes, open minds to what's happening around you. Because a, lo- a lot of things that might be great and, and, and can be great achievements uh, are things you won't plan because you you won't think of them in advance. Yeah, I mean, one of the examples is you know in our case is the what happened to us you know when we 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 set out last year to launch Remag and we did launch it and it was um, you know it was a big launch we were happy you know we were trying to push it to the market and um, then after you know a few months of of running it we decided. Uh, Actually, it's not where we want to spend our time there, and it's not a product we are so excited about as as we thought, as we hoped we would, and it, you know, and maybe as you, you know, you know, maybe we could have ex- achieved more with Remag, but then we decided no, we want to, you know, spend our energy on Nosby because this is where we make the biggest impact, and um, and also in the whirlwind of of all this, we've, you know, we had this idea for this podcast and. And we went with it, and we rolled with it, and we recorded twenty-eight episodes. And right. uh, so these are the things that you can look at it with you know glass half empty, glass half full, and think you know we failed at something or you know we succeeded at something. But on the other hand, we learned our lesson, we learned something, and we, you know, we decided. We I mean we decided you know what to do with it, and in order and and we just didn't push on, just keep on keeping on, no matter what, just as you said. Right. Uh- it's just not fair, not fair to yourself to look at some goal, some plan that, that you made a year ago. I mean, a year, that, that's a really long time, right? Yeah. And, and judge yourself, you know, based on what you achieved or didn't achieve from that plan without also looking at the things that you, you came to, to see as not worth it. Like there are other... There are trade-offs to be made here, and other things, in the end, are more worth it, right? Or things that you've achieved without planning them, right? So um, with 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 the podcast, the the idea only came like late May, 
we, yeah. we didn't plan this. I didn't plan this. I, you know, I, I sort of wanted to make a podcast for, for a long time, but it just like, it wasn't in my serious plans. And then Michael came up with the idea and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And we did. And we recorded 28 episodes, like close to 28 hours of, you know, audio entertainment <laughs> yeah. uh, and, uh, and uh, knowledge and whatever. Uh, and we didn't plan this. It, it was an achievement, but not not something we planned, right? And and, and with Remag, it it it's something like at some point we sort of had to cut our losses. Like we spent way too much time on this project. Like we could spend much less time to get to the point where we could decide: does it work, and is it worth it? But yeah. we, we, we pushed, like, in our sort of perfectionism, we, mm. we, we pushed and improved. We, we spent more time than we should have until we've launched. And then we launched and we tried to sort of promote it and, you know, tried a bunch of different things to, to try to make it work. Uh, and it just didn't. And, and maybe, maybe it could. Maybe it could if, if only we, we put even more time into it. But at that point, we just had to realize that no, it's it's just it's just not worth it. Yeah, and the technology lives on. I mean, we still do Proactive Magazine, and it's still uh, pretty okay. And uh, we publish the magazines with this technology. But we decided to really focus. I mean, just when I was planning my week, for example, I, I decided, you know, let I, I'm going to spend the whole Thursday on on Remac. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, why? I mean, the whole day on this. Why I could have, you know, I could be spending this Thursday on on Nosby, on you know, promoting Nosby, on making Nosby better, on you know, on getting Nosby to more people, you know, that so that that in the beginning of next year they will have Nosby to plan their, you know, their uh, their new year and and the tasks and projects that they are going to have to going to to achieve. So yeah, and 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 it's a huge trade off, right? Like spending yes. one day each week. It's it's something close to like four hundred hours in a year. Four hundred hours, right? Yeah, that's a lot. And it's you know it's it's a really precious, scarce resource. So um, there's a lot of things we want to do, things we we could do, things you could do, right? But um, you have to. There's only so much time for it, and so much available effort and and um, and energy to to do it. It's just impossible to 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 do everything that's merely a good idea and and not not something you deem essential. Yeah, and exactly essential, perfect. So again, we would like to remind everyone about the book Essentialism, which was like I, I read this book already twice. Yeah. And in this book, uh, Greg McKeown, the, the author, he says, pretends there are no trade-offs <laughs> if you want to achieve everything. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, so there are trade-offs at everything, you know. And, um, and in this way, you know, you have to make sure that you figure out what's most important to you, what, where is your great work. And when I look at last year, I'm, for example, not really happy with, you know, where, with where we are, you know, revenue-wise. You know, I was hoping for a bigger growth, you know, all these things. But then I realized we grew our team twice. I mean, you know, twice over. So like we were 12, now we're 24. Right. Like, and when I think about it, it went, it went really smooth for me as well. I mean, you know, we had some mishires, you know, you know, 
trial periods of some people who, who didn't work out, you know, all these things happened, but I, I'm not, you know, I, I don't remember any of this, actually, if it, when I think about it. What I remember now is I have a great team of 24 people there. And, uh, and it's amazing, you know, and it's amazing because I was thinking that to have 20-something people, to lead 20-something people, you would have to be really a serious, you know, CEO there. Right, <laughs> and it's me here, you know. And I, I uh, please don't laugh. So, so the thing is that I, I don't remember any nightmares about it. You know, I'm, 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 you know, I have a great team. Maybe because I have a great team, I don't have any nightmares about it. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's amazing how how pretty easy it went for us. And and I can't wait to achieve a lot more with this team. You know, this year, uh, and I'm really happy about it. Yeah. Uh, one more sort of tip as for making plans and goals for for the new year or anytime really but especially when you when you try to to do something like set out to do something over an entire year and and hope to have you know any chance of actually achieving that and not forgetting about it after two weeks you need some sort of a system to actually review that right because if you just make some goals and then forget about it then that's that's not very useful and and actually that's that's something um i i didn't used to do and 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 that's why making any sort of plans for the new year never had almost any effect and i learned this this year from my mistakes so um i i have um in, in sort of my um personal stuff uh project in 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 Osby, I have a task which is like review 2016 goals, uh, which is which repeats every month, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you have some sort of um, a system, some some sort of a system to sort of remind you that hey, every now and then you have to actually look back at it. And again, it doesn't mean you have to see. Oh, I I didn't. Uh, even begin to achieve those things and I have to push through, right? Like sometimes you'll decide that some goals are not worth it. Like uh, something like this, again, it's, it's much more useful if you uh, revise it, revise the plan as you go. But but the point is that you have to keep revising, keep keep re- reviewing it and not just do it once and, and forget forget about it. Yeah, just like uh, we said in previous podcasts, a weekly review is good if you do it at least once a month, right? Right. So, so, <laughs> so the thing is uh, that for actually, for for my resolution this year, actually, is to make sure that with my each weekly review, I review my goals as well. So, right. so that when I plan a week, I plan a week with these goals in mind. Actually, so I think for me, I would even say that you know, doing a weekly review with reviewing the goals is important because. I mean, this is what I realized with my fitness goals. I haven't achieved them because I wasn't reviewing them constantly. I wasn't reviewing them and checking, you know, back on last week. Okay, how'd I go? How could I improve it? Or can I improve it? You know, is it possible for me to run, you know, 1,000 kilometers? I mean, I haven't done that and, 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 and it's wrong. <laughs> and so, so this consistency, when you do a weekly review, review your goals. I think it's, it's, it's important because, as, as, and as, as you said, then you know that if you're still aligned with these goals, if, if, if they make sense, if any yeah. of them really make sense, or if there is something else that you're passionate about or that you're, you know, excited about that you would like, you know, you would like to actually take on instead of the other thing. 
So uh, I I posted something on on Twitter that's relevant to our discussion. Mm-hmm. So I took a peek at um, you know all sorts of um, lists and 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 stuff and and tried to sort of summarize 2015 uh, in numbers. Uh, so here it goes. Um, in 2015, I read 19 books, uh, plus five more that I I started. Um, you know, in December and just ha- haven't finished, uh, or I started and just, you know, never finished them because I didn't like them. So, uh, you know, 19 or 24, depending on how you count. And that's significantly more than last year or the year before that. And I, I couldn't possibly do it without Audible, without audiobooks, because I just, I don't have time or or, or some context in, in my life where I would sort of naturally tend to read a bunch of books, like actually, you know, on paper or, or on, on my iPad or on whatever. Whereas I, I do have all sorts of contexts where I can listen to audio and I would listen to podcasts and now I listen to podcasts and books. Yeah, it, I mean, it was the the, big, the best decision of my life, you know, switching to, uh, to audiobooks. <laughs> I was ordering books on Amazon and they were like like a wall of shame, you know. <laughs> they were there, you know, the yeah. physical books, and, um, you know, uh, from Amazon. They were there, you know, on the shelf looking at me. I'm like, you know, Michael, you should be reading me and you're not. <laughs> and with Audible, you know, it's just, it's so easy because you can find, you know, so many situations where you, when you just listen to audio. So, uh, congratulations. Yeah, I have something like two or three books which I ordered from Amazon. And again, that's that's like, in my case, that's from US Amazon. So that's like uh, an expensive shipment and everything uh, that have been on my show for like one and a half years. And they're, <laughs> they're still on the list. So uh, that should tell you something. Uh, so 19 books in 2015. And in 2016, um, I'm, I'm thinking of doing something between 25 and 30. So this is a bit challenging because, uh, again, most of those are going to be audiobooks and the the time in my life for listening to audio is more or less constant, right? So mm-hmm. if I want to achieve that, um, I have to inevitably um, cut down on podcasts. Yep. And that's, again, something I learned from my previous mistakes in sort of trying to make plans or resolutions of, of any sort, which is that I, before I would just assume that there are no trade-offs and now I realize that, hey, it's just probably not reasonably achievable if I, if I don't make a trade-off. And a trade-off is less podcasts, more books, because I just find myself sort of getting more value out of books than, than podcasts. No, so in my case, for example, um, I'm actually assigning context to to where I read uh, books or where I listen to podcasts. So when I run, I tend to listen to audiobooks because the when I run, you know, the wind is not so. I mean, I don't run all that fast to have the wind, you know, uh, <laughs> be so loud. And uh, so I can really listen to 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 an um, audiobook. And you know, running is pretty constant. You know, I run there, and I don't. I mean, I have the same place where I run so it's you know there's uh, hardly anything new there but it's a nice right. environment I run on a, on a very nice beach so I just run there and just listen to the uh, audiobook but for example when I ride a bike it's 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 pretty loud uh, but I still listen and I still like to listen to something so there I actually listen to the podcasts 
And uh, for example, my favorite Saturday morning run, uh, bike ride is when, when the new ATP episode is there and I just, I can listen to it on my bike ride. So Yeah, actually, um, and this is regrettable uh, because I've, I've listened to ATP since um, the first episode and to previous podcasts from Marco and um, Syracuse, but uh, it had to go. Yeah? It's, uh, yeah. So it's uh, not on my list anymore. And uh, I, I still expect to listen to it sometimes. Like I sometimes see it on, on Twitter and the particular episode sounds interesting, so I'll add it to the list. And what helps is that Marco decided to add chapter marks. So you can skip, really easily skip topics that are not that interesting to you. So that helps, but uh, yeah. On the whole, um, ATP had to go because it's it's like two hours every week, which is a lot. So yeah. Uh, so I also noticed that uh, to me, uh, podcast versus audiobooks is a bit context dependent. Uh, and and for example, yes, uh, listening to audiobooks during a bike ride is difficult. And also, um, it's like I tend to listen to podcasts uh, not always, but a lot of time during sort of small chunks like. 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, just at home doing stuff, right? Um, just sort of piecemeal uh, listening of, of podcasts, but with books, like, I, I don't want that. Like, uh, when I listen to a book, uh, I'm going to listen for an extended period of time, for, like, at least an hour, probably, uh, and and by, by the chapter. So, uh, yeah. if, like, I, I just have to listen to, to the end of the chapter, otherwise I'm just... It's just sort of too important to uh, to lose the context. So I'll, I'll listen to podcasts at, at home, and when I go on on a walk or on a run or something, I'll listen to a book. And also, uh, when I lately been uh, to the gym, like when I'm running on on a treadmill, I also listen to a book. Uh, but but when I'm in in the sort of strength training area, then audiobooks are, are just. Um, I'm just too too distracted. Yeah. Right. To I have to focus too much on the training to to be able to also focus on on the book. So I don't do that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, back to numbers. Uh, I also published uh, nine uh, posts on my blog, uh, plus four on on the Nazi blog actually. So that's um, nice. You know, th that's not that's not a lot, obviously, but that's much more than. Then last year, uh, and I definitely um, got a lot more um, sort of traffic on, on my site. I, I got something, uh, Google Analytics counted something like 60,000 pages on, on my blog during last year, which is... Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's probably more. It, it could be twice as much because it's Google Analytics. And it's like the target of my blog is, is nerds and all of them are using Adblock or whatever, right? Okay. So uh, that's not too bad. Um, I'm pretty happy with that. I also recorded 28 podcast episodes with you. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. And next year, hopefully, we'll do um, 52. So that's nice. Also, uh, last year, I, I did something like 50 runs. Uh, so I've been on a run once a week on average. And uh, in reality, more than once a week, uh, during you know part of the year, which is sort of more suitable to running than exactly than uh, what we have uh, now. Now, <laughs> so um, and I I beat my my distance record uh, a few times, and my current record is eleven kilometers, which is 
you know, not not a lot to you, but a lot to me. And no, it's pretty good. I, I didn't do nearly as much in, in previous years. Like in previous years, I would sort of start running a little bit, but it's only last year that I actually that it became a little bit of a habit to me. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, another stat is um, my weight. So unlike you, I I did sort of uh, lose this um, uh, <laughs> lose here, <laughs> and it's actually a good thing. So uh, I lost uh, seven kilograms, uh, which is something like I don't know eleven pounds uh, between start of start and the end of the year. Uh, but but the max max um, difference, max delta du- during the year, you know, between the 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 highest peak and, and, and the lowest point is uh, 10.7 kilograms. So that's not too bad. And actually, um, when we recorded our last episode, that was actually the day when I recorded my lowest weight like in the recorded history, which is uh, over five years. Nice. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm a bit higher now. Like uh, it, it was it was a bit of a fluke because like I, I don't I don't weigh myself on... In, in the same sort of uh, at the same time every day etc I just rely on on having um, uh, many samples uh, taken during the week sort of um, smooth out uh, fluctuations but that's still uh, really nice and yeah uh, and also um, last year I've been doing some public speaking which uh, I've I've only done once before like on November November 2014. And last year I did it like four times, nice. uh, so so that was interesting. Uh, we also shipped twelve versions of Nosby. I, I took a peek at, at the App Store stat, and and there was twelve versions. So that's once a month, which is pretty good. Yep. And also uh, my my Twitter follower account is like ten times or fifteen times what it uh, was last year. So that's pretty cool. And that's it as for twenty fifteen and numbers. Nice. So yeah, so I I gained some weight <laughs> at the end of the year. I, I actually I um I slacked off a little bit, uh, but yeah, nothing to be. I mean I mean it's not that bad. So uh, I'm just gonna you know uh, start start getting back in, back in shape uh, now. And and I had to you know a little bit adjust my diet uh, yeah. for the for for January. So um, but it's not you know it's not that much. But yeah, but it's already when I when I I mean I have this you know. This uh, limit of seventy kilos. If I meet, if I reach seventy kilos, it means uh, it's 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 getting bad. So I have to be lower than that. If I reach seventy kilos, that would be really good. <laughs> yeah, but you're slightly you're slightly taller than me. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> so that's true. So that's the thing. You know, I'm a I'm a short guy. So for me, this is already too much. So anyway, um, this is uh, this is where I should you know be I should improve, and I'm using the slow carb diet uh, to 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 you know get back in in shape. Um, so for the for this month, uh, I I plan to to do that. Uh, I like this kind of diet. Uh, it works for me very well and fits uh, fits very well uh, with, with my lifestyle. I wrote about it on my blog, and uh, it's pretty good for me. Yeah, I never spend too much time thinking about that. Uh, like to to me, um, the 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 significant weight losses I, I had were primarily about just c- controlling. The number of calories, really. I mean, I, I never did counting, uh, but I just, um, you know, it was about sort of consciously, n- well, not eating unless I it's sort of needed, right? To sort of um, have 
you know, some caloric deficit over a certain period of time. And, and that sort of did the job. But uh, lately, I, I have found myself uh, definitely eating less carbs. Like, I, mm-hmm. I rarely eat bread now, which is um, a difference. Which is a good thing. Right, but, but, but the thing is that before it was hard for me because if I, if I didn't eat a, a good portion of, of carbs, whether that's bread or anything else, in, in, in the very morning, like for breakfast, then I, I would just feel so tired and, and, and I, just, I would feel like I have no energy by mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. And now I just don't have the same response. Like it just, it's not there. And yeah, I'm not exactly sure what's what's changed, uh, but I don't have that problem anymore. So I just uh, avoid eating bread for breakfast. Yeah, for me, I mean, you know, I I read about it. I I um I tried to just you know eat moderately. You know, just try to you know slowly change my eating habit. But I would very often you know get back to to something you know, and I couldn't. You know, I couldn't cross the barrier, you know, of 72 kilograms. I remember right. I was, just, I was, you know, approaching 72 kilograms and I would go back to 75, you know. So I was like, and I was there all the time. And, and then, you know, having a, putting a strict diet, you know, helped me, you know, cross, cross the threshold and, you know, go to 66 kilograms. And no, now I'm 69. So, so I have to go back to 66. Uh, and I'm not going to be very strict, you know, this January with a slow carb diet, but I'm going to be stricter. Than, than I would normally be, right. um, just to just to just to really um, make sure that I I uh, I go down and reach my goal. You just already in January uh, of of weight and just maintain it throughout the year. So that's the that's the idea. Yeah, I I, I tend to like make fun of of fad diets, but uh, what works about them is that it it can be paradoxically simpler to strictly follow a set of rules yep. then always be conscious about sort of striving for a balance right uh, yes. a, a balancing act is is much harder than following rules exactly so it's yeah and and because uh, i know this diet i know what i should eat yeah. and i know and i and i like and i and i have really several foods that i really enjoy there I, I just, you know i just switch to you know a more boring you know um, meal uh, combo in January, right. which I actually like, and then you know I will expand it, you know, in February and, and 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 you know and stuff. So, so these kind of things. And going back to to my goals for for this year, um, I was trying to. Um, I would like to talk about more about how I how, for example, I plan goals for this year. Yeah. So, so what I did actually is um, I. Um, on my beautiful iPad Pro, mm-hmm. I opened the iThoughts app, which is a, a mind mapping app. Okay. And and actually, it syncs with uh, with um, with iThoughts for iPhone. So so what I did is I first opened the iPhone actually and started doing a mind map on my iPhone and just putting stuff, putting random thoughts, you know, there, just putting random ideas, what I want to do, and without actually thinking too much about the goals per se. I was just you know. In fitness, I want to do this and this and this. And I was just like writing down, writing down, writing down. Mm-hmm. And on the iPhone, because the screen is small, although I have the 6 Plus, the 6S Plus, but still the, it's pretty small screen. So I would just, you know, see three, four bubbles, you know, from the, you know, mind map. But I would just keep keep going, keep, do- uh, keep going, keep putting their stuff and just adding things. And then I synced the, the mind map, you know, through the cloud magically um, on my iPad Pro. And then on the flight back home, 
I had the whole mind map on this big screen. And I started putting stuff there and just rearrange, rearranging things. And then like the goals emerged from, from, from this brainstorming session, you know, mm. I would, I would put even more ideas and, and then I would have several goals and, you know, several ideas there. And it was great and all, but then, and, and I think mind maps are just perfect for this kind of thing. Cause you know, when you think about it, you know, and then you have an, an idea about this thing. So you just add it to the mind map and you expand this and you expand it. You don't, you know, there is no, str- I mean, the, it's, it's all about, you know, your thoughts, just, you know, clean your thoughts, you know, clear your mind. And if you, and, and, you know, just really brainstorm your, your way and then later rearrange it. So, so this is what I did and it was great. And then I started um, rearranging the goals and uh, in the end I found several goals and uh, I'm going to put them this weekend in Nosby and rearrange them as well. And then in Nosby, I'm going to just, you know, really define these goals. But before that, I, uh, I, you know, I went ahead and started thinking, okay, how can I cut them? I mean, cut the amount of goals. Right. So, so because I'm an you know, optimist, you know me, you are. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to be pretty successful with that. And then I started, you know, okay, so now like, let's choose the, you know, the most important things. And then I, and the most important, like, so I, I, I managed to actually cut not in half, I think one third of the goals that I really had in mind, I, I managed to cut off totally. Just to just to focus on the two thirds from my ideas, just and then with the two thirds, I think in the process of putting them into Nosby, so this weekend, I'm going to even you know cut them even more to to just focus on on, on the most important things. So it's um I like this process because first with the mind map, you know, I knock myself out. I'm out. I, I just I just put everything I think about, you know, everything I want to do, and then I rearrange it, and then I cut cut things out, and then I put them into Nosby while cutting them out even more. So it's a long process, but I think it's a good one because then you you really, you know, with each, you know, when you start putting it again in Nosby, you know, manually, there is no sync to Nosby in, the, in that sense from the mind map. You mm. think again, you know, you ask your question, is it really something I'm passionate about? Is it really something I want to do? Is it really a goal I think I can accomplish, you know, given all the constraints I have? And with all these questions, which are really good questions, I, I think I think uh, I'll have the the ultimate list. Awesome, awesome. Um, I just started jotting down in Apple Notes. All right. And hopefully it will sync and uh, won't get lost. <laughs> the the new LCAP version is much better than uh, what we used to have in I would say it in Yosemite. So I have notes <laughs> about that. Uh, but anyway, uh, no, I. So I didn't have that process as for just making a list of goals. Most of them probably won't become things in, in Nosby because they're just, it's a, it's a list of things, it's a list of goals, it, it's, it's not actionable things. So it just works to me better this way because it's sort of more compact list and you know with headers and stuff. But, uh, but I, I did spend much of one day last week sort of doing, um, This also actually reminds me of of the book Essentialism because it was an idea from its author, though it wasn't um, in the book. He he talked about something uh, he called personal quarterly offsite. Yeah, offsite, yeah. Right, Mm -hmm. which is is like essentially an idea that every now and then, which is essentially with quarterly, then maybe uh, every three months, you should just put aside a good chunk of, of time 
to review how you're how you're doing, right? And and like sort of redefine um, plans for yourself. And this is a, a, a topic that um, that's very related to our talk on weekly reviews, and we'll get back to it some other time. But essentially, it, it, it was like that. It, it was like a weekly review, but but much much bigger. I was just sort of looking through all sorts of data and just thinking back uh, on 2015 and what I planned and what I accomplished and what I accomplished despite not planning it and uh, mm-hmm. sort of pulling all sorts of interesting data and and whatnot. And and then sort of from that, uh, pulling conclusions, right? And, and making plans for 2016, like, um, you know, what, what I want to achieve this year and what do I want to continue doing and what can sort of slowly fade away and, and what things I, I, um, I haven't really focused at all, right? Things that are mm-hmm. just missing, right? So, um, yeah, I, I definitely, like, unlike many of the previous years, my, my, my list isn't sort of too big. It's, it's not too ambitious. Uh, it's like, it, it's more like a set of guidelines, right? Yeah. And, 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 and a few more concrete goals. Yeah. Whenever, I'm sorry, but whenever I get the, uh, when I, whenever somebody uses the word guidelines, it brings me back uh, to this scene at the, uh, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Mm. When the when when uh, you know Miss Swan, so, so she's negotiating with pirates, and she she's and, and they and they just did something which is against the pirate code, and she's like, you cannot do it. It's against the code. Yeah, but you know, um, code is more like a guidelines, a set of guidelines than actually the law, <laughs> right? And um, I love this scene. Because, yeah, first of all, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a great one. But second thing, it's like what you said, actually, in the beginning of this podcast, that the goals for next year, the resolutions for, for, for the year should be our guidelines. So they are not yeah. law. You don't have to abide by them, you know, 100% if they are the wrong law. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and it's also like there are a few things which are sort of stated sort of as a goal, maybe some, some number or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that's measurable and actionable, and and some things which are are more like sort of values, right? Like, um, yeah. hey, like uh, you know, this is something you should uh, do more or focus more on, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to to talk about uh, the historic SpaceX launch and landing, but we're we're going uh, close to an hour, so maybe next week. Okay, so next week, yeah, I have also several subjects that I wanted to mention, you know, yeah. with all this conversation. But yeah, I think next week we are starting with SpaceX Corner because it was really a good one. Yes. Okay, so uh, thanks everyone listening to our 28, you know, episodes, you know, we... 29th! And then it's now, now 29th uh, episode yeah. was there. So thank you so much for being with us, you know, sticking with us, you know. And uh, here's to 2016 with you all, with all of you guys and with you, Radek. Yeah.